Well, it sweeps, period, my friends. That time of year when I roll out some of the best shows of the entire year. To start us out, let me mention the first three episodes that will be out during this sweeps. The first episode, which is today's episode, is a fascinating interview with actor, producer, writer, director, editor, Artie O'Daly, the star of one of my guilty pleasures, the Bad Boys series. That's a breakout hit on YouTube as well as other platforms. I know you will enjoy this interview. Now, up next will be the second part of the Your Personal Trainer series, and we're going to talk about food and some basic exercises. And then the third episode coming down the road is another interesting interview with Sergeant Ron, who will tell us a few more stories about his life as a gay man in the military and how his experiences were quite different than today's military. The title of today's episode is Interview, Artie O'Daly, Bad Boys Series, Part 1. I am Joey Hernandez. Thank you for joining me today. Hey there. You. Yeah, you. Have you visited AdamMail.com yet? Over on the Joey After Dark YouTube channel, I will be opening a mystery box that AdamMail.com has sent to me, and I will be reviewing the items. That video is coming this weekend. But of course, AdamMail.com is continuing to offer you a special discount because you are a listener to an older gay guy show. Just head over to AdamMail.com, check out their extensive inventory of fun and titillating products, and make your selection. AdamMail.com is offering you 50% off almost any one item, and that includes free U.S. shipping right to your door. And make sure to use the discount code AOGGS which stands for an older gay guy show, use AOGGS at checkout to get your special discount. AdamMail.com, my friends, has got you covered. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at Pride48.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I am honored to have today's guest. He is an amazing, multi-talented actor that has appeared in such shows as Gilmore Girls, Scrubs, Grey's Anatomy, The Big Bang Theory, Castle, Scandal, The Odd Couple, Modern Family, General Hospital, and Superstore, just to name but a few. And we talk about his hit series, Bad Boy. So, without any further ado, please help me welcome Artie O'Daly.
So ladies and gentlemen, I have quite a treat for you today. A little background about this gentleman before I introduce him. YouTube has a, you know, that weird algorithm where if you watch certain things, then it recommends other things that are like that. And YouTube recommended one of the videos that this man produced. And once I saw it, I called my husband, Paco, who also has about the same sense of humor that I do. And I said, you have to, you have to, have to see this. And we watched it. And then we watched the next one. And then we watched the next one. And it became this almost obsession with us. So all my previous guests that I've had on this show have always contacted me and said, you know, could I come on your show and promote whatever? So at the conclusion of watching some of this, I said to Paco, I'm going to take a chance and reach out to this gentleman. And I know it's a long shot. He probably won't even read it or whatever, but I'm going to try. And I was thrilled beyond belief that this gentleman said, Absolutely, I will come on your show. So, without any further ado, please let me introduce Artie O'Daly. Hi, I am sitting here so flattered because I did not know that part where you're like, people usually reach out to me, but I reached out to him. I'm like, what? Sitting here on my throne, you know? Like, yes, come to me. <laughs> So I, I was saying to my husband just before I was uh, setting up the recording here, I said, you know, I, I feel so excited. Like I, I feel since I reached out to this guy and he said, yes, I feel so motivated. I think the next step is I'm going to go for Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> same ballpark. Yeah. Same Brad Pitt. <laughs> exact same tier, Artie. So, I'd like to talk a little bit about your past before we get to really the big project that we're going to talk about today. Therapy. I know. <laughs> my past, my childhood, my traumas. Well, for me, some of the most important is that um, you have appeared in two of my absolute, absolute all-time favorite shows that I watch over and over, and that is Gilmore Girls. I should give applause mm -hmm. for that. And General Hospital. Now, I would love to start talking about Gilmore Girls. I could probably talk an hour about Gilmore Girls, but I'll make sure I don't. Oh, I could uh, too. More than, yeah. <laughs> could you uh, give us a little background of your appearance on that show? Uh, yeah, I, I had never seen Gilmore Girls when I got to do... Okay, I should also preface this. It was a small part. So the fact that people are aware that I was on this show is simply because in the scheme of the life of the show, it tends to be a fan favorite pivotal episode for one of the characters. Um, so I, I came about it really early in my acting career where it was a typical audition and I happened to book it. And little did I know that I would be talking about it on a podcast 16 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Has it really been that long? Wow. Even longer. I think it was the end of 2004. Yeah, it was the fifth season. I know much. Yes, fifth season called uh, I Jump, You Jump, Jack, or, or something very yeah, similar reversed. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, a little background of up to that episode, the one of the main characters, Rory, who is the daughter on the show, went to Yale, and she met this absolutely gorgeous man oh. named um, Logan Huntsberger. 
who also was very wealthy. And she was just getting to kind of know him and the things that she heard about the family and and her Rory's grandparents had commenting on the Huntsburgers and all. And so Logan decided that Rory should be part of this stunt that they do. And that was the episode. And can you explain that? Yeah. So they, she gets to, she writes for the Yale Daily News. And so she gets to go with this Yale secret society called the Life and Death Brigade, where it's a bunch of, you know, privileged kids that go off into the woods and drink and have parties. And at the very end, there's this giant stunt. And in this case, what they're going to do is jump off this 80 foot tower with a single rope holding them and they're holding umbrellas and they, they sail down. And I play the person that invented the stunt. And I am there to reassure Rory and Logan that the stunt is very safe. And I've tested it many, many times only using potatoes. So this will be the first time humans actually jump off of it, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh, um, and I'm assuming that in the filming of that, um, Alexis did not jump. And did they? Did you even jump? Or were they all stunt? Oh, oh. oh my God, no. When we drove up, it, it, we were at the Walt Disney Ranch and we drove up in the van and suddenly I saw this giant 80-foot tower, which I did not know was going to like literally be there. I was like, are they going to send us up there? Deathly afraid of heights. Like I was panicking. And then it turns out that there was that giant 80 foot tower. Then there was one that was probably about 10 feet. And there was one that was probably like four feet off the ground. So they'd built three separate ones. Like, so the actors such as, you know, Alexis went on the shorter towers and then they had these stunt doubles that were up there the entire time. And they jumped off that thing. I don't know, three, four five times but we never had to go up there. Thank God. <laughs> there was a stunt, there was a stunt person who, who kept getting sick, <laughs> which isn't the most fun story, but like every time they're about to jump off, she would start throwing up and she's on the top of the tower and they're like, you don't have to do it. She's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Let's do it. And then she would get sick again. They're like, what, what is with this stunt lady? Like she did it. She powered through, but she was having some serious issues. And I will say at one point also like one of the ropes like broke and flew through the air while they were still up there. And I was like, are they sure this stunt is like, I should know I'm the inventor, but I don't think this stunt is safe. <laughs> In the storyline, neither Rory or uh, Logan had, I, I thought somebody did something to their leg in jumping. And that's how Lorelai found out that Rory did this and was so mad. Am I remembering that incorrectly? Yeah, no, they don't hurt their legs. They land, they land safely. Um, okay. I don't remember how Lorelai finds out about it. All I know is at the end of the episode, like they give her like the, a, a camera with the pictures of her jumping off of the tower. So she has like a souvenir from it. Uh, but, that's uh, probably it. That's probably yeah. it. Yeah. No injuries though. And in watching the episode, um, probably if one hadn't already known of you, um, if you put your current picture side by side to your Gilmore Girl picture, even though years have passed, there is such a difference in how they made you look for that episode. Or that's just kind of how I looked in 2004. <laughs> like, I Glasses know. and all? I wore contacts back then, but I've had LASIK since. I've gotten new teeth 
put in because I had really bad teeth. So I got my teeth fixed and I used to like spike up my hair like every boy in the early 2000s. And so it was, you know, it was sort of a moment in time. Uh, granted, they, they, in, in the script, it says like my character's name was Seth and it says like Seth, comma, a nerd amongst them. So like I was the one geeky guy amongst all these cool, rich kids. So, you know, they were like, please wear your glasses and just nerd it up a little bit. But still, it's kind of just who I am. But probably your character, I'm assuming, was wealthy as well. I mean, if one were to imagine the background of that character. You know, you could imagine that also. But, you know, you don't see Seth with them before that stunt or ever again. So it's also reasonable to imagine they're like, hey, we need some smart guy. Let's just include him so we have someone to make these things that we want to do. Because everyone else just seems kind of lazy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if you're on Gilmore Girls, I have it all on DVD. I'm planning on getting it all on Blu-ray. Um, when I'm old and senile in a nursing home, I want to watch Gilmore Girls endlessly on a 24-hour loop. I love it. Did you watch the series after you had appeared on it? Yes. See, I was. With, I had a boyfriend at the time who was really into the show and i'm like oh i've never seen it and he's like oh you've got to watch it. you got to watch it and then coincidentally I, I booked a part on it i was like you're not gonna believe this i'm gonna be on like your favorite show and it blew his mind we sort of broke up in the the timing of it all and the, the, the so he, I, I watched it after the fact i'm sort of going off your question but the, the funny thing is i was shooting the show and it was supposed to be a one day job. And he was living with me at my dad's house at the time, but he was moving out the day after I shot and they extended the second day. And I was like, I don't want to be here. My boyfriend's moving out of my dad's house right now. So I, that's probably why they never brought me back because I was like, do I really have to come back for a second day of this? <laughs> my heart was elsewhere. So even though this was done, you said, I think you had to drive up to where the towers were that were created. Mm -hmm. um, I have seen a shot of you in the Gilmore grandparents' house. Oh, yeah. So did you, uh, could you like wander around the set and all, like all the big sets that they, you know, had no. for the series? That was a totally different day. Like I was also doing extra work at the time. So I had just been doing regular extra work on this lifetime show called strong medicine. I was just, you know, walking around the background, no lines. And when that they needed a bunch of people in a hospital scene on Gilmore girls, it was season six where, where Logan, like he like crashes or something. And so he's like basically comatose in the hospital and Rory comes to visit him. So they needed a bunch of people. And I'm like, I don't know if I should go because I've been on the show before. So you never see me, thankfully. But I was there like in a doctor's coat. In the meantime, they let us just go sit wherever. And the grandparents' mansion was right there. So I was sitting at the dining room table where they would do their Friday night dinners and wandering around. Oh, my around. God. That, that was really so cool. cool. Yeah. So that's when I took that picture. Yeah. I, I took another picture with um with, a, with the big portrait that they did. You know where it's like Rory is a young girl with the that they hung up in the mansion. I got to find it, but you don't mean the, Oh no, because that's in the revival. The grand, the grandfather's wall no. of a portrait. No, um, it's a portrait of Rory. I, I think it might be, all, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's all three of them, but I know that there's also a, a portrait where Rory is reading, right? Then they have a giant painting done of Rory reading a book. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it yeah. was that or another one. Point is, okay. I, 
take a picture and I can't find it, but yeah. <laughs> and when you say that Logan was in the hospital, I do recall that that's probably what I was thinking when I said maybe somebody got hurt jumping off the tower. So it was, it was oh. a different reason, but I know one of them got laid up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yes. And you had told me in an email that now I have not finished the revival series. Paco mm -hmm. and I are only three into it. I tend to do that on shows that I really, really like because I, I don't want them to end. And I did it on the original show, not watching the finale. And it was a good seven years later that I finally saw the finale when they were running it. So we've been saving the, the fourth season because there's different seasons in the revival. And I had heard that Logan's friends played a part in this episode. Uh, and you had mentioned that you uh, did not go back for that. But I'm, I'm wondering if you watched the revival and if so, what your thoughts were. Oh yeah, I watched. I watched it the day it came out. I couldn't wait. Um, I thought it had some good parts, and I thought it had some parts that didn't feel like Gilmore Girls at all. So I, I appreciate them doing it for sure. Um, but I kind of wish it had been just like episodes, like the original series had been. I missed the theme song. Like there was no theme song, which I thought was bizarre. Um, oh, okay. You know, because I guess they were doing movies, so it wasn't exactly Gilmore Girls, but was also supposed to be. But. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it was a good, good, good effort, and I'm glad it exists. As probably most Gilmore Girl fans know, the creator and I. I'm assuming probably head writer of Gilmore Girls, Amy Sherman Palladino, had kind of a tiff at the end of season six with the production company or the network. And she was not the showrunner for season seven. And she always has disagreed with what they did with the characters. So one of the points of the revival was she wanted to kind of erase season seven and place this in where it would go. And she was able to do these episodes exactly the way she wanted. And yeah, there's a lot of criticism about them, but I think it was a wonderful revisit. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the part of the problem was that she stuck to ideas. This is my own take on it. Stuck to ideas that she wanted to do if she had stayed on the TV show and was doing them now years later. So like, I know a lot of people criticized Rory's character. And I think it's because she was behaving more as the young 20 something that the TV show would have been as opposed to like this 30 something that she is now in the revival, if that makes any sense. Like she, the, the ideas weren't adapted so much for where the show would actually be nowadays. She was just trying to finally fulfill her vision. Yeah. And I think the fact that uh, they made Rory unsure, kind of lost, not sure what she wanted to do. A lot of people were saying that it, that is completely not Rory from the TV show. Um, yeah. So there are criticisms, but hey, I think it was still wonderful. So I, I will forever love that. If you are a Gilmore Girls fan, it is season five, episode seven of Gilmore Girls. But... I think probably what is going to uh, be your claim to fame and shoot you up the ladder is this wonderful project that you did on YouTube and is still currently going, and that's called Bad Boy. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us uh, what that is exactly? 
Yeah, it's it's a web series. There's, there's short episodes. They used to be about five to eight minutes. Now they tend to range about like 10 to 12. And uh, it started as a one-off short that, as you were mentioning, the YouTube algorithm, it for whatever reason, YouTube recommended it. And so I've turned it into a series. Um, but I play a character named Scott, who's a 40-something writer in Los Angeles, sort of mild-mannered, kind of keeps to himself. And in his in the first episode, he meets a bad boy, this guy in his 20s. And so they're quite opposite. I kind of describe them as a platonic daddy-son, May-December odd couple situation. So this the bad boys that he's encountered in subsequent episodes sort of Scott, my character, sort of rebels against that sort of chaotic energy that they present, but also he can't help but get wrapped up in it because A, because of circumstances, and B, because he doesn't really have anything else going on. <laughs> and there, throughout the episodes, there is an ongoing joke about your name. Yes. And if you would be kind enough just to say the first name. Scott. Daddy Scott. Yeah. <laughs> that is still i i mean i've seen that so you know a number of times it is still so so funny because you give a a different reaction each time like a a growing annoyance but then it kind of backs down a little bit to an acceptance and then growing annoyance again and Mm -hmm. it's a great thing that carries through episode to episode as you meet more of these bad well there's more than one bad boy i guess right yeah i would say there's like three of them essentially now yeah yeah and again i will talk to the really good gilmore girls fans because i know there's a millions of us out there and it was a, a very loved show by gay men but i have to tell you that you know as much as paco and i have watched the series and know it pretty well there was always this question that we had in our head which i'm not going to tell the audience what that question was but we had a question and you actually had a surprise appearance on your show and uh-huh. it answered my question oddly enough i mean it literally <laughs> answered the question so i you know i i don't want to delve into that and give anything away because i think it's a wonderful wonderful episode so, but if you are a gilmore girls fan a true gilmore girls fan you have to see this particular episode of bad boy because well you just have to i don't want to say because why <laughs> you just have to yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It's, the episode is called Bad Boy and the Gilmore Girl, If you know, to be very specific about it. So the, the point is that this actress from Gilmore Girls is herself in my show and discusses her character's role on Gilmore Girls and the impact that it had. Indeed. Big impact. Supposedly. Yeah. Maybe. By her. <laughs> we'll see. By the way, do you go to the Gilmore Girls Fan Fest? No, no. Have you oh, heard of it? In that town that's kind of looks like Stars Hollow, I think. Is that? I think so. I, yeah. I, I'm supposing it is. It's called Kent. At least that's where they're having it this year. I've never been, but they've actually invited me to attend this year really? as a guest, <sighs> which is, again, insane because my part was so small. But they had me take part in the virtual one they did during COVID. or I mean, COVID's still happening, but during 2020. And so they're doing it in person this year and they're flying me out and letting me take part in it all. I'm like, I'm going to have to wear a shirt that has like my face 
from that episode because I think no one's going to know who I am otherwise. That might actually be a very good idea. Yeah. I'm serious. I do think I will. But I'm excited as a fan to go and be there. They have it every year with the kind of the exception of what has happened in the world recently. But it's an annual thing ever since Gilmore Girls ended. I don't think it started when it ended, but I know it's been going on for at least like five years now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, you will. Yeah, because I'm in Boston, I'm in Massachusetts, and maybe Paco and I can grab Aunt Whitney to come down with us uh, and check that yeah. out, you know? Oh, I forgot that you were in Boston. Yeah, you're close then. Yeah, yeah. When I heard that she moved here, it was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, she's in Amherst. I don't know how far Amherst is from Boston. Oh, yeah, it's a couple hours. It's... It's kind of, well, it's where UMass, University of Massachusetts is based. And uh, to be honest with you, it's a, it's a very highly populated lesbian area. Like oh. all the surrounding towns, it's like lesbianville. Really? Yeah. My love to all my lesbian listeners. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've never been out that far. I've, I've been kind of well i went north of it and missed it when i was going out west in mass but one of the apaco works for university of massachusetts boston so one of these days we'll go out and check out the amherst one too yeah i mean i'm gonna go up there while i'm out there for the gilmore girls thing i can't wait to to see what it's like it looks beautiful oh it is I can say that much yeah, yeah definitely and bad boy is not only funny but it is very sexual a lot of innuendos a lot of suggestions such as showering together and things and for the gay guy listeners that i have there are just amazingly beautiful men in this yourself included wow. uh sparkling white teeth and f- beautiful eyes and the guys are really hot so if we haven't convinced you for any other reason check it out because the guys <laughs> are so damn hot and shirtless yeah. all the time or in towels and yeah there's a lot going on there and i try to do it i try to justify it like you know like it or it's also comical just the fact that this one character always takes his shirt off and it's like jesus christ you're always taking your shirt off but i don't want to be like that sort of like web series that just has hunky hot guys for no reason like it's this guy especially the the main bad boy now the the character's name is is jim the actor's name is is drew drew cannon and he's just sort of like a big child in a man's body so he's acting like he doesn't isn't fully aware of his hotness he knows he's hot but he's not just sitting there like model hot you know he's a big kid which i think makes his his sexiness it's like a sexy goofy sort of situation which i enjoy the appearance by the person from Gilmore Girls, how did that come about? So it kind of came about how I met a lot of the actors in the show. Is I did this play three or four years ago, and it, it was about fraternity life, and it was these group of guys in a frat house, and I was the uncle that hadn't let go of the fraternity life. And like my nephew in the show now is in this series. Uh, one of the understudies is the guy that was the original bad boy named, who played Mac, um, the blonde guy worked on the show and somehow, and then this girl who's from the Gilmore girls was the one girl on the show. So we're all connected through this play. And, and she and I were backstage a lot while other scenes were happening. And I would just 
as a huge Gilmore Girls fan, would just pick her brain and be like, I want to know everything about your time on Gilmore Girls. I have a thousand questions. (laughs) (laughs) And she would answer all of them gladly, which was amazing. I'll just say, I'm dancing around it, but I will say that uh, this particular character did not appear in your episode. So I thought maybe you had met somehow through Gilmore Girls, but no, you were at different places at different times. Oh, totally. When I showed up for the, the read-through of the, this play, I saw her face. I was like, oh my God, I know you. <laughs> you are infamous. Right. <laughs> infamous, indeed. <laughs> and we hit it off. She's like my buddy now. Because she was, she was very nice to do the show, I'd written this episode of Bad Boy before I even asked her to do it. And when I said, hey, I'm do this web series, would you be willing to do it? She said, Absolutely. And I was like, do you want to read the script? She's like, no, I'm sure it's great. So she just did it sight unseen, not knowing that I'd written in many of her experiences uh, with fans of the show into the episode. And yeah, and, sent, and she's will, been willing to do more. So it's been nice to have her come back too. And like is often the case, characters are created to look certain ways. Certainly your character in Gilmore Girls was. And I'll just say, you know, a lot of the uh, secondary characters like Babette, like Miss Patty, like Sookie, all of those people, when you see them a few years later, they often just look so different, yet so beautiful. And that is certainly the big word for this particular person that appeared with you. Absolutely beautiful. She's stunning. Stunning. And you would not expect that necessarily based on her character on the show. (laughs) Right? She's sort of blossomed and yeah. Yeah. But they make her look funny. I think it's so funny because I think the references that appear in that episode is something that probably really people were thinking, if nothing else, you know? In the Bad Boy episode? Yes, yes. Oh, in, yeah. It, in, what, in what she says. Well, this is what I'm saying. When I would talk to her backstage, because I, I know, again, we're dancing around it, but her character was sort of controversial with the fans. And she would tell me, she's like, this was really hard for me to go through, because I was also a fan of the show, and then the fans did not like me. So <laughs> yeah. talk, the thing she told me, I, I used or I exaggerated or wove in somehow, but it was really based on her own experience. For those listeners that are tired of us dancing around this, um, <laughs> I, I can say, watch those and you will get an answer to everything we're talking about. Do you happen to know what episode that was? Yes, it was, it was the fourth one. I know it's also hard to go to YouTube, YouTube and search Bad Boy and find it. Again, if I'd known this was going to be a hit series, I would not have named it Bad Boy. Um, but if you search hashtag Bad Boy series on YouTube, or this episode is Bad Boy and the Gilmore Girl, that should pop up with no problem. Man, he is such a great guy. Such a talented man. My friends, don't miss the conclusion of this interview with Artie that will be the fourth episode of my sweeps period. It'll be out at the end of the month. Meanwhile, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're in a nice, cool environment and that you enjoy the remainder of the summer. My best to you all, my friends. Thanks so much. Bye for now.